today's episode of Five Songs with Friends, I am joined by my friend Carson Masterson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another installment of Five Songs with Friends. This is DJ Podgorny hanging with my homie Carson Masterson at House. Is that, is that how we call it? Is that it, yes, that's correct. We call it House. Wonderful. Well, it's dude. A, uh, it's it, an art collaborative that we've kind of formed from our derpy uh, palace here in Lincoln Park. It's pretty great. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I always love coming here. It feels very like a very welcoming environment. So stoked to be here yet again. How are you doing today, Carson? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I um, would push back an hour, so I got a nice little run in. Got a little amped. Was listening to some of the songs before on the run, and I picked up this whiskey. Um, yeah, tell tell the people out there the what are Templeton we drinking? Rye because I I listened to the first episode and I feel like I I was obligated to buy um, some whiskey for for some consumption. So this is the Templeton Rye. It's the good stuff. Yeah, I'm digging it. Aged four years. Nice thing was it was on sale too Ooh. at the liquor store down the store. So Ooh, let's give a little shout out. What's what's the name of the liquor store? hate I, I actually don't know i just know that it's the liquor store down the street <laughs> the liquor store down the street on, what are we on clark and arlington uh, we're, on, we're about clark and fullerton okay yeah right by the five guys and and the gaslight bar boom all right boom. well hey shout out to any liquor stores hey liquor stores within the next uh the three block radius here they're all great yeah so all of them we got to support them all love them appreciate you you're doing you're doing the god's work doing good things absolutely yeah well, dude, so tell me, what's like, what's going on? What's like, what's the most exciting thing going on in your life right now, aside from this podcast, obviously? Aside from this podcast, well, first and foremost, I love this idea. I love this podcast. Thank you very much. Braham and I, one of my roommates, Braham and I, um, listened to the first episode in the sauna that we have downstairs. Yeah, by the way, who fucking has a sauna? <laughs> it's 2019. You live in Chicago. We have a Why do you have a sauna? House house likes to pamper itself so we have a sauna in the basement which is is fantastic so we were listening to it and it's just uh it's it's just super chill super great and it's 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 taking something that you like to do in a day-to-day setting and then kind of pouring your creative juices into it it and it's not even um it's not even a hassle it's just like you're you're just turning things up a notch with yeah. your creative juices so I like that a lot because I try to do that with my my with my life also. So I I recently invested in uh, a new camera, and so I've been um, taking photos and taking videos as much as possible. I take it with me all the time to and from work uh, on the weekends, and so that's like my creative outlet that I'm pouring myself into uh, these days. And I'm really I'm really excited about it. Yeah, and you. By the way, you have an awesome talent for it, um, and I see that firsthand every day. We were just talking about kind of before we jumped on about how like you have some of the best Instagram stories of like anyone I've ever seen. So it's really cool to see you, you know, like take that and yeah, like you said, like make it part of your everyday life. Like, hey, everyone's putting stuff on Instagram stories um, as it is. Like, why not make them badass? Right. Like, why not pour a little bit more creative outlet into it? So because it's fun. Yeah. It's just it makes your it makes your day to day more interesting. Mm-hmm. And more enjoyable, absolutely. What so of like the last couple of weeks? What has been, what's been your favorite post that you've had? Like, what are you most proud of? What am I most proud of? 
I don't know if there's a particular post, but one of the things that I did, so the holidays were recently, so I, you know, everyone out there listening, I hope you had a, a wonderful holiday season and a, and a happy new year. I know DJ and I did. DJ came over to celebrate uh, for a little bit on New Year's Eve, and we had a wonderful wig theme party here at the house. Um, so there wasn't a particular post, but I was really amped with my Christmas presents I gave to my family this year. So I spent two weekends in a row kind of walking around the city taking photos and I picked out photos that I thought matched each of my family members so each of my sisters my parents and then my sisters significant others and then I also picked out frames that I felt matched them wow and so I put those all together and I they all opened them at the same time and that was a big hit uh, so that's that, so cool. Yeah. So that's, it's not a post. It was like, that's, that's, I'd say the thing I've done with photography most recently that I was most proud of. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I'm always a fan of, um, uh, yeah, just like not giving, you know, like a stupid, like $50 Amazon gift card or whatever, like yeah. something material, but like something that, you know, has significance and meaning that, yeah. you know, you can connect to like, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's badass, man. So can I ask you a question? Ooh, it depends. I don't know. Can you? When when was the decision made that you wanted to seek out your friends to to play five unique songs and and drink some whiskey and and record it? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I think it was just kind of like one of those shower thoughts. So I briefly alluded to it on the first show, but how it all started was, and for those of you listening now, if you are very curious, go check out episode number one of the podcast with Julian. It's Albert, great. And Wiley, thank you very much for it's the plug. But it basically started with, with those two guys where um, last year around this time we started a podcast where we would all hop on Skype because we lived, like I lived in Belgium, Wiley was living in China, and Julian was living in California. We'd hop on and we would do artist features of kind of bands um, or, or artists that we really liked that were kind of flying under the radar um, that had under 100,000 likes, mm-hmm. was kind of like the, gen- or 10,000 I think even, was the guideline on um, on Spotify and you know we're just music nerds just just trying to find new music helping other people find new music and you know that was kind of tough because it took a lot of work to find the artists you know collaborate with three people and scheduling across three different time zones was a nightmare um, and ultimately we just kind of fell apart just because of the friction mm-hmm. and so I thought to myself how can I get the kind of the same effect connect with my friends we'll find new music and like kind of just kill all these you know birds with one stone kind of thing um, and you know, me being the lazy person I am do virtually no work. So the best part is friends like yourself get to come and bring all of the well-researched songs and then I can just consume them and we can talk about it and have a good time. I so love it. It's been a lot of fun so far, man. And I'm excited about this one. Yeah. So let's dive into it. So you've got five songs waiting for me here. Yes, sir. Let's dive into the first one. So it's this, um, this song called indefinable nothing. Is that? Yes. Yes. So, so do a little intro for me. What's, uh, what's this song about? So, so first, I guess I'll preface this with a majority of the song, a majority of the music I listen to, I, I either find on Spotify or use Shazam, like any other millennial, right? Um, but I, I, I find songs that I, I really, really like, and I just listen to them over and over again. And one of one of the one of the things I guess I don't do enough is explore other songs that the artists have. Right, so mm-hmm. I'll find a song and I'll play that over and over again. But sometimes I forget to explore their other songs. Um, so this first one is one of those that I ex- I actually did explore. Um, so "Indefinable Nothing" um, by Joey Fahrenbach is it's interesting. Kind of how I listen to it is it 
I feel like it's kind of like indefinable nothing it's uh i think about it as like i'm going into a dream state and then you'll you'll identify a point where that going into the dream state becomes the dream state mm-hmm. and then it kind of tails off towards the end as if you're waking up it's kind of interesting that's how i that's how i think about it when i listen to it yeah absolutely it is like it is it's like this cool build up into into this journey and then, yeah, it kind of has like a cool resolution to it on the way out. Like it builds up, but breaks down at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Let's, without any further ado, let's jump into the first song called Indefinable Nothing by Joey Fahrenbach.
so yeah okay so that was that was a lot of fun that was a great song by the way so yeah the first time i heard that i just like kept thinking it reminded me so much of um of like have you ever heard a band called little people a dj i think he's a mm. dj he's a french dj in the no he makes trip-hop music mostly okay. um or just like some of the other random small trip-hop djs that i come across like that had that kind of feel to it where um like i had mentioned at least in the <clears> beginning <throat> they take they kind of take one part of the song and over they really develop it over four measures and then they add another layer mm-hmm. and they just keep stacking and stacking and stacking until they build this um like this full collection of like of a song and they do some sort of resolution mm-hmm. and that's where it comes into like that dreamy part mm-hmm. that you had mentioned previously um so that's kind of like where my head went mm-hmm. that's what it reminded me of but i'm curious like yeah for you like what is that what does this song remind you of i I think it's it's kind of like your um, right. So I, I I do think it's a little bit of that like that dream type atmosphere because it's a little. It's got an intensity to it, but it's also got a calm to it, which is like a lot of dreams, right? So mm-hmm. you're asleep, you're literally in the most relaxed state you can be, but it you can have such an intense, vivid dream. Um, but when I when I listen to it, it's like I, I kind of like want to start taking control of different things or different aspects of my life. And so, like, in a way, kind of taking control of your dream, which is, what is that called? Lucid dream. Lucid dream. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Um, so, that's kind of what I think when I think of that song. Very cool. Yeah, so does it, it's like, does it bring up any specific memories or anything like that? No, I would say this, out of the five, this is one that I don't attach to a memory or a a, a, a specific instance or or goal or mindset it's just kind of like which which kind of fits the song actually it's it's kind of like i just lose my mind a little bit (laughs) yeah yeah i just kind of listen to it and it's like it's very it's it's intense but it's also relaxing that's kind of what i like to describe it yeah it's got a cool like that cool dichotomy to it yeah for sure um and how did you find that one so that was yeah. So I, I was I had I can't remember what that song was. I had a song, a, another song by Joey, but I like I said I never go through and explore. I wouldn't say never. I would like to start doing it more, where I find a song by an artist that I don't know and I explore his or her other songs mm-hmm. uh, to see because if I like that one, odds are I'll like another one that they have. So this is one that I like actually explored his Spotify page and found it and i liked it so god isn't that such a good feeling though when you like when you whether it's on like spotify radio or you just like comes up on discover or whatever you some you randomly stumble upon a track and you're like i really love this track i'm just gonna check out the, this whole album mm-hmm. and then every once in a while maybe like once out of four times you'll find it like and that album will also be amazing and mm-hmm. then you're like oh perfect i have a whole new band like a whole new album that i just love now right. out of nowhere like isn't that that's the best feeling in the world yeah yeah, so how how is Spotify your preferred music listening app? It is, yeah. I've been I've been riding the Spotify train hard for yeah, since like the early I remember like I always bragged to my friends this is my you know, me and my high horse over here, but I remember back in the day I had to like change my address or use like a VPN to say that I was in um, London or something so that I could get early access to it. Oh love it. Like in two thousand eleven. That's so awesome. I'm a total Spotify hipster. So uh, hey. You got your hipster Spotify card. I'm not going to take it from you. Thanks, Bureau. Thanks. What, did, um, what What would you describe? Like, how How do you use Spotify? 
Well, so first up, I open it up and I click on a song and I hit, I hit the play. <laughs> I hit the play button typically. And that's usually a good place to start. It's a terrible question. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> when so, how do you discover music on Spotify typically? Like, what? Is, yeah. Do you use Spotify as a discovery tool? First off. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I could do a better job, Okay. to be honest with you. I mean, that's kind of the, also one of the reasons for this show existing. Oh, okay. Is to kind of get through that stubbornness. Because, like, there is a certain amount of, like, open-mindedness you have to have, you know, with new music, mm-hmm. um, like, for it to take, right? Right. And it's really easy to get caught up in, like, just your list of, you know, 100 favorite songs that you, you know, just kind of play over play and over, over again. Over again, yeah. Um, but I've actually found a lot of really good stuff through their Discover Weekly playlists. Have you ever used those? I, you know, I don't use that enough. I generally like it. What I, I usually play radios. I usually pick mm. a song and play the radio. But actually, what I like the most is, I, I have a couple playlists that I curate. I change them if I get bored of a song, I remove it and I insert a new one. Um, but my, my playlists are all themed with like uh, an environment that I'm in. And so, like, my favorite playlists are, like, my hammock hanging playlists. Yeah, yeah. So there's public, by the way. I did some those, creeping. Those are definitely public. You can uh, you can search hammock hanging 01 and hammock hanging 02. But, like, 2001 and 2002? No, 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 no. Like, just like, version 1, version 2. Because I was going to say, those were, 01 and 02 were good years for Sugar Ray. That's, ooh. And that's good hammock Wow, music. that is a throwback. Sugar Ray. I just want to fly, man. <laughs> I think we all do. That's uh, also a great tune. No pun intended. But yeah, so when I lived in Austin, my roommate Naveen had a had a hammock, and he it was it was like on our back patio that it was overlooking the city, and when I would I would be chilling in that, I want to listen to music, so that's when I started developing these playlists. But anyway, so like if you play the radio of a playlist, I find I there's generally more songs that I'm interested in because it's instead of based on one song, it's based on thirty songs. Wow. Well, this is gonna now now my. Um, ignorance is going to show a little bit because I didn't even know you could do that. Oh yeah, it's I didn't great. even think I thought you could only do radios based on songs or, or artists. I didn't yeah. know you could do them on playlists. Yeah, that's a game changer. It's great. Interesting. I'm gonna have to dive deep into that then. I think I have some homework for myself. But let's dive into your next song. This was also, by the way, to preface this, I think I mentioned this beforehand. This was probably my favorite song. Yeah. Um, they got going. Although, I I would I would totally agree with you. Awesome. Well, this, we're gonna hit it second. We're gonna get. We're gonna hook the audience hard because the rest are also pretty awesome too. Yeah, in their own right. But this one, this one. Hey, if you out. got a good one, don't save it to the end, man. That's right. Just give the people what they give want. give the people what they want, and then they'll stick around. And I think what they want is the song called "Blueless Bird." Is that am I getting that right? That is by Joni. That is correct. All right. So lead us into it, man. What's this? What's this song about? So <laughs> this song is. How I kind of read this song, I couldn't find a uh, like a song analysis of this of like the true meaning behind it. So I just you know read through the lyrics and try to parse it myself. But um, if you pay attention to the lyrics, you'll kind of understand that um, Joni is is listening to these bluebirds sing and it's beautiful and she's she's trying to appreciate it. But then it goes to more of a more of a somber mood i would suppose where she's recognizing that she can only sing in blue meaning Mm -hmm. sadness Mm -hmm. but how i kind of interpret this song is it's it it does have like a it's it's a beautiful song i've i love repeating it over and over again it's got a and so it's beautiful in nature but it's got like a sad undertone a little bit Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's a good point. Like, it's good to recognize that you're sad or recognize your emotions and, and experience them because that in itself is really beautiful. Yeah. Is experiencing different feelings and not just saying, oh, I'm sad. This is really, really bad. Like, I need to get out of this. I think this song is like saying, no, it's actually a really beautiful thing. Mm, yeah. Like instead of labeling all of your emotions like positive or negative, just like experience them. Experience them and, and understand what they are and whatnot. But that's how I interpret this song based on the lyrics. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. I, I definitely see where you're coming. Let's jump into it. Let's play it and then we can discuss a little bit. So mm-hmm. here it is. This is Blueless Bird by Joni.
All right. So that was Blueless Birds by Joni. Tell us about it, man. That was great. First off, great song. I, I love that song. I literally love that song. Yeah. I, I, I was driving back from Champaign, visiting two of my friends, and it could have been I was semi-hungover. It could have been I just love this song so much, but I put it on repeat, and I definitely teared up just listening to it. It has that effect. It's just, I don't know, it's just great. I just, I kind of melt into it. It is like the, the vibe of that song is like, it's like a rainy Sunday. Like that's like the Sunday scaries are, yeah. are coming on, but it's raining. Yeah. It's like, like embracing the, the Sunday scaries. It's like <laughs> embrace them, you know, they're, it's okay to have the Sunday scaries. Yeah. Every once in it, a while. It, the song gives you permission to embrace those things. Right. Lean into it. Lean into it. Everyone's going through it. But that's, I'm a huge fan of that. So how, how do people find songs like that? Like, how did you find that one? I honestly can't remember how I found this. It's terrible advice for your listeners. But Gosh, Carson, how were how were they ever going to? I learn? don't know. Well, those so poor people. Here's what I will say in the in the spirit of this podcast. Okay, I'm, I'm when waiting. you find songs like this, share them. Absolutely, because get the word out. Yeah, get the word out. Help artists like Joni who create beautiful music expand her or his reach. Yeah, absolutely. So did you tell me about that? Have you explored her discography at all? Have you do- dove into it? Yeah, so not too much. I, I, lo- I actually the song, um, this the version of this song that I had on my Spotify previously was not linked up to the account that she is most active on. Oh, okay. So um, I can't recall her last name, but that was the that was the artist that was the one that I was listening to all the time was linked up to, and it only had it. She had like five followers. So, so I found her actual account a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and she's got a couple other songs. Um, I followed her on Instagram. Um, she Is she got, still making music? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Because um, it looks like I'm looking at. We just listened to it on YouTube. Um, it's also on Spotify, um, but it looks like it was published in 2015. So that song's been around for. It's a been few years. it's been around. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she has one other song. I'm missing the name of it, but let me pull it up right real quick so people can listen to it. It's pretty good. Um, and I think that was more recently. Okay. Do you know where you know where she's based out of? That I do not. Okay. But I could find her based on uh, her Instagram. Right. Omens is the new song that she published published more recently. Okay. And then Airy was this year. Okay. Or I guess last year, 2018. 2018. Well, that's cool though. She's still making music, still giving it a go. Yeah. She clearly has talent. I mean. Yeah. It was beautiful voice do you i mean uh, this might be a question you don't have the answer to but like do you know she plays the guitar on all that stuff and um based on her instagram i believe she does okay yeah because like we were talking about it like the whole that whole song was simple yet very tasteful yeah like, all the stuff like she wasn't doing anything you know technically crazy but it was all like very it just fit together like all the pieces fit together like the the you know the driving bass line mm-hmm. um with like the kind of dinkier sadder guitar with like the you know like the major chords over top yeah. of it um it just really was a, a beautiful it's super simple but she knows what she's doing which is yeah. great and sometimes i mean honestly like sometimes that's the best yeah you, you feel know? like you're taken care of yeah which absolutely. is which is a really nice feeling yeah yeah Wonder. complete complete side note i wanted to just while we were listening to the song we we've got uh we've got the projector running here in hq it at house and my 
personal favorite thing to do is is to play the Apple screensaver from YouTube onto the projector while I'm just kind of chilling out. And DJ noticed that and, and was a big fan. So I thought I would share that with others to do the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah, we're kicking it. I feel like we're Spider-Man right now on top of the... Uh, on top, <laughs> I think we're... What, what part of Manhattan is that? Uh... I believe that was Lower Manhattan, and now we're in the clouds. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we're, we're, now in, we're now. in that scene of the Matrix where Neo gets above the clouds. So yeah, that's pretty great, man. We're getting all these different types. The of one. Them. Yeah, I think you know this podcast is the one. This is the one. This is it. It's a good one, man. I think yeah. I I'm, can't wait for this to be like a thousand episode podcast. It's gonna happen with millions of followers and just all the best music. I, mean, I honestly, I don't, I don't see a future where this, we're not the first podcasting billionaires. I, I, I mean, I, you know. you know what you're doing right now. You're building like the world's best music library. That's it. Hey man, shh, keep that on the DL. Shh. Don't, don't let my you're right, competitors you're right. know my strategy. I'm gonna make Carson. Oh, will you? Best. Music podcast, music in podcast, sh- filmed in Chicago, or, uh, listened into in Chicago with friends of DJ. I think that's. I think that's a really good shirt. Yeah, I. You know what? I'd buy it. I I would buy it as two. There's two. Well, you know what? Would you like any more uh, whiskey? I would love some more whiskey. All right, Please hook it up. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, let's keep the train moving, man. You got some other awesome tunes on here. So this next song, how do you pronounce? Is it Shaid? It's a great that? question. Um, Shad? I was thinking Shade. Shade. Uh, mm, that's that's kind of how I pronounce it. That's probably I, right. It's, it's always hard because most artists, are they're, they're artists, so they, they take creative liberties with certain things. And one of the things a lot of artists take creative liberty with is the spelling of their names and the pronunciation. At right. least I've run into that because I've mispronounced many names. Right. Um, so my best guess is Shade. Shade. It's spelled okay for you the, at home. It's spelled S H A E D. So we'll let you come to your own conclusions. Uh, Shade, Shad, whatever. Shaid. Shaid, whatever the band name is. You come on the show and you tell us how to pronounce it. Yeah, that's an open invite. You're welcome um, at any given time. But this song is called Perfume, um, and I'm pretty excited about it. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So yeah. do you want to do a little intro? You want to lead us into it? Yeah. So this is um, so song, cheers. Cheers. By the way. Cheers. Let's see if we can get the glass clink. Nice. Round two. So perfume, this song is about choosing your perfume. And as huh. as we choose our significant others, I think that is the theme of this. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that's the theme of this. But... Well, hey, man, if they can take creative liberties on how to say their name, we can take creative we can, yeah, on interpretations it's, of It's my song. interpretation. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. So yeah, okay, that's what this song is about. Boom. In my opinion, <laughs> uh, this is I, I I just like this song. I think it's very enjoyable. Um, I play this use on my Instagram stories all the time. Um, so I think anyone that knows my Instagram stories probably have heard this, has heard this song several times. Um, By the way, let's get a quick shout out. How do people find you on Instagram? What's your Instagram? Uh, it's Carson Masterson. Okay. C a r s o n m a s t e r s one. A lot of sons in there. Yeah. So, fun story. Uh, Mike, who's one of our roommates here at house, he was also one of my roommates in college, and I, I had met him one time before, but I really didn't meet him until we moved in, to to the eight hundred five, which is our apartment, and it was like the first day we were moving in, and <laughs> this gives you a little insight about Michael and how he thinks, but it's great. 
He came up to me and he was like, Carson, have you ever realized that your name, your first name and your last name both end in son? <laughs> wow. I was like, whoa. I had never thought of that. <laughs> wow. But afterwards, immediately afterwards, he's like, I'm going to call you Sun Sun. And that's my favorite nickname ever. Sun Sun. I love it. And Did it, you tell him at that point, hey, you're, you have the same last name as Tom Cruise's character in the movie Jerry Maguire? <laughs> Did you hit him with that? that would, no, but I, I will now be able to. That's good ammunition, DJ. And thank y- you. You're welcome. Next time way. Mike calls me Sun Sun or talks about my last name, I'm going to do. The, I'm gonna fire back. Just say, show one. me the money. Show me the money. See what he does. You had me at hello. I love it. Well, this song is going to have us at hello. (laughs) (laughs) Segways galore. This is Perfume by Shaid. Shade. Shade. One of the two. S-H-A-E-D.
So that was Perfume by Shade. Shaid, we don't know. One of the two. <laughs> what a tune, though, man. So talk, walk that, me through that. What does that remind you of? It's a good question. I honestly... Because your mind, it sounded like your mind went to kind of like relationships and like picking. Yeah. Up. So what is that? Yeah. Like? It's... Um, Right, so that's what the song is about, but I would say I don't think about that when I'm listening to it. Um, I think the re- one of the reasons why I like it so much is like I think it's very it it works well with video, like the type of video I like to do, mm-hmm. and um, and so it's like it's not background music, but it's it's good pairing. It's a good pairing song with like an Instagram story, for example. Yeah, I, I definitely see where you're coming from because it's like, you're right, it's not subtle enough to be like background music, uh, like kind of like what you're hearing right now, but it's also not like as aggressive as it is like a, a full-on like banger like, right. where you're going to hear in the club or something like that and it's going to make you want to dance. So it's like this cool kind of in-between spot. Yeah, it's an in-between spot. Like it's lyrical, but it's also like the lyrics aren't overpowering. You're not really listening to the lyrics the entire time. There's, there's much more to the song that it pairs well with. I it's a good pairing song. Yes. It's a good like it's an interesting song that you would put on when you want to have a conversation. Yes. Absolutely. Well so like l- l- let's dive into that though. What what are some of the favorite like videos that you've used um that you paired the song with? Does any come to mind? Um okay so I guess matching with the lyrics, right? So selecting your perfume or selecting uh I guess your partner or whatever. It's kind of like looking at people or or observing people and um, kind of like trying to put yourself in other people's shoes or situations and kind of thinking about what they're doing and how their day is or, or things of that nature. And so I really like whenever I'm walking around the city and I want to do like a still video, uh, I'll, I'll put this song on. And it, it, it's like it's an interesting people watching song. Like if you're, it, it pairs nicely with that because it's like that's kind of what the song is about. Is yeah, your, that's so subtle. Like that's I, I like the, um, yeah, it's like kind of like an Easter egg. Like if someone's watching your Instagram story, like they might not pick up on that right, right. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, I'm all about the Easter eggs. Oh, okay. Honestly, I I think I don't think. What do we get if we find them? You get a. Are there satis- prizes? No, you get satisfaction. Okay, which is hey, that's the ultimate prize. That's isn't pretty it? good, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, what what is um what's like an Easter egg that you do for yourself? <laughs> Wait, what's what? like a little? What's like a little <laughs> loaded question? Carson. What's like what's like um right? Because like that that little Easter egg for me, that's like a presentation that I'm outwardly putting, mm-hmm. but I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm not I'm not saying hey, look at look at what I've done with this music pairing to this video. I'm not saying that, but I like put it out there. But it's it's le- it's more for me, like yeah. for me, I find satisfaction in that. So, is there something that you do that that you are putting out there into the world that other people can observe or or digest? But you're not like saying, "Hey," I, w- I would say it it wouldn't be something like this podcast because you want people to consume this podcast and you want it to be known. But is there something subtle that you do that you put out there that you just do for yourself? Ooh, great question. Does this count? yeah that would count does that count yeah so don't tell anyone okay yeah Yeah. it's a little secret that's a little satisfaction for yourself yeah that is 100 percent. yeah um 
anyone's listening to that that's really curious, we've now put an Easter egg out there. There's in an the Easter universe. egg that no one will ever know. They will never know unless unless, you, unless there are maybe. Oh no, the blinds are closed. So the blinds. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a little peek. Maybe, maybe if someone was looking, they might know. Yeah. But yeah. Potentially. But no. If you want to know what that Easter egg is, I will happily um, give you the same opportunity that I gave to Carson if you come and ask me in person. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a conversation starter. So there we go. How meta was that? That is super meta. That's a good conversation starter for DJ. That's right. So if you've made it all 52 minutes into this podcast <laughs> to this point, or well, I guess maybe a little bit shorter than that, you know what? You deserve the Easter egg. Yeah. And come up to me and ask me that question. Fantastic. And not only will I show you, but I will also shake your hand and buy you a beer. So that's pretty that's fair. A, that's a good one. That's a good deal. That's how I'll know who my real loyal listeners are. That's great. I love Our it. loyal listeners are. Yes. Wonderful. I love it. Um, let's keep chugging along. We got a couple songs left. Um, this next one I'm pretty excited about because this is actually the one song that I knew. I've actually familiar yeah. with this song. Yeah. This has a lot of plays on it. Yeah. Um, it's a great song. I think it ended up, it might have even made it into my top 100 for 2018. This one, yeah. Okay, so when when I, when I when you uh, told me about this, you said to bring unique songs that maybe people hadn't heard. This one has 25 million plays, so mm-hmm. odds are people have heard it before, you've heard it before. I just love it. I think it's great, but yep. I wanted to include it, and here's why. So, um, so Joey, the guy that I know from the band The Lagoons, he's he's like really good friends with one of my good friends, Dan. Um, so that's how I know Joey. Uh, hung out with him just a couple times, so I don't know him that well. But I had seen them play a couple times when I lived in Austin because he was. Um, kind of in sync with some of my network and and I had known him before so that was that was cool um but I had I had not truly understood his music I didn't I didn't get it I would say and not it wasn't a bad thing like he plays saxophone in it I play saxophone I I I liked the music I didn't get it and then um this song came about and I really liked it I think a lot of people obviously really like it um but the way I kind of thought about that is with any art form, I, there, I don't think people, I don't think you're more creative than me or someone who's producing music is more creative than so-and-so or whatnot. I think, I think it's just the practice of um, expressing that creativity in a craft. And, and some, it, like when you, right, so like starting a podcast, like you're going to go through some kinks, you're going to have to practice, you're going to have to hone your craft and get better at expressing oh, for what, sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? And train. This is a. I mean, this whole thing's a train wreck. Oh, it, but a beautiful oh, train is, wreck. Oh yeah, this is beautiful the, train wreck. I, like you don't. People can't see, but there's wreckage everywhere in this room. There's some. Yeah, there's some collateral damage. There's a lot of damage. Um, God bless us. We're still rolling. <laughs> but yeah, so like I, I got what they want. They were trying to, what they try to do with their music. Like I, it kind of clicked, and then when I re-listened to all their other songs, I made a lot more sense, and I I appreciated it more, because like I found I found a song that I could understand and like feel the vibe that they're really trying to give, and then then I could take that knowledge and basically not decipher, because that's that's not a, that's not a good way to put it, but like yeah, basically decipher the meaning of the other songs easier. Mm. Um, so this was the key to the to the lock, so to speak. Yeah, it was the key to the lock. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, well, I'm actually I, before we jump into it, what was their setup live? Is it just him? Is it just one man band? So it's him and his brother. Oh, very cool. Which is awesome. Like, if I yeah, if if either of us had a brother, like, 
you do stuff like this all the time or, or whatnot. Yeah, get but creative with it. Yeah, get yeah. creative with it. But um, yeah, so they, uh, I don't know his brother, but yeah, so they, his brother plays the keyboard, I think bass, I think bass, uh, and then Joey sings um, and then plays the saxophone. Yeah, because the sax is at least on this track is the only Lagoons track. By the way, that yeah, the name of the song is California by the Lagoons. Um, this is the only track I've heard, but the, the sax is phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. It makes, I mean, it, it brings the whole thing in. Yeah, it makes it all worth it's it. It's a great track. I, I love it. It's um, it's super chill. Very very West Coast. So, so like when they, when you saw them live, they were like looping stuff. Like they would play. Stuff yeah, and yeah, they would it. play stuff. Um, That's impressive. Yeah, it was, it was quite it was quite a cool show. Um, and I think I think this song actually did a lot for them, which is great. Yeah, and um, so I think they were able to kind of go on tour and and for a couple couple weeks actually, I think they hit a lot of cities around the country, um, and uh, so I, I wish only good things for them moving forward because I think they they can make some good music. Yeah, I mean the talent's definitely there, um, and they you know if you can write one one huge hit, you can you know the doors open to write another. So. Mm-hmm. With that being said, let's jump into it. We have coming up Hot California by the Lagoons.
All right, so that was California by the Lagoons. California. We heard the story. Does that, like, what does that remind? Does, for me. Well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you had a good description of it. Yeah, for me, I just felt like I was back in, you know, living in SF. We were taking a weekend trip down to, like, Santa Cruz or something, taking Highway 1. You got, like, the, you got the ocean on your right, and you got the road on your left, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you got something. It's a very California song. It is. It's, the name is fitting. Yeah, it's a very apt it's, description. Oh, it's great. It's freaking great. That's so wild, though, that you know the dudes, at least one of the guys who who, you know, who wrote it. Yeah, you know, I yeah. So he's he's uh, he's my buddy Dan's good friend from high school. So uh, he visited us when we were living in Stockholm, which was great. It was nice to. It was it was fun to have people visit. Low key. I had a couple friends visit. Yeah, low key. Stockholm, Sweden, guys would recommend. Highly recommend. It's fantastic. It is a wonderful place. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's also a lot of fun. There's the Swedes. Everyone says the Swedes are very um, quiet into themselves, which is, I guess, is true. But when you get to know them, they're they're great. I'm trying to think. Where, where did we randomly meet? Oh, it was in Denmark. Oh, that was in that was in Copenhagen, which is hilarious. That is a that's wanna, a fun story. I would like, yeah. You tell tell that story from your perspective. Please. So, from my perspective. So we were at we were at Distortion in Copenhagen. It was what 2016, right? Yeah, two years ago. And um, we were at so Distortion is also amazing. It's in Copenhagen um, every end of May, early June. It's a week. No, it's like four or five days. It it's so it's, it's like comprised a Wednesday, of, Wednesday to Sunday type of thing. Right? Yeah, it's comprised of street festivals during the day. Festivals is not a good way to put it. It's like street concerts. So there's a bunch of stages throughout the streets of Copenhagen. And if you've ever been to Copenhagen, you know that most of the streets are surrounded by these really beautiful, cute, well-designed Danish five to six story apartment buildings or uh, businesses. And and they just curve and wrap around each other. And, and then these stages are at the center of these streets and it's, it's a bunch of awesome techno music and uh, interesting abstract music and, and awesome stuff. And, and so you've, you've got three days of music in the streets of downtown Copenhagen. And it's amazing. And then, uh, and then you've got two days the weekend um, on what is called Distortion Island. So you take a ferry out to Distortion Island and there's a bunch of other stages set up more in a traditional music festival setup. Um, 
But anyhow, we were there and oh, we did not know you were there. Yeah, it was a complete coincidence. Yeah, I don't think we'd even talked in like a year or two before yeah, prior to that. It was it was a while. But then because um, you were living in uh Belgium at the time, right? No, I was, li- I was living in you? San Francisco. I was living in oh, a that van. Was, oh, okay. Yeah, those were the van days. Was that before you came to Belgium or was that... Yeah, that was before. That was before. Okay. 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 Yeah, now I have a little context. So, yeah. So, we we were... Matt and I met one of the roommates here at house. We were going to this stage and there was like a big mosh pit. It, was, it wasn't like a mosh mosh pit, but people were pushing a little bit yeah, it, was for, like, for techno music, it was like yeah. it was pretty rowdy for techno and, and definitely rowdy for copenhagen but we get in there and then all of a sudden just, this guy jumps on matt and i and i turn around and it's freaking dj <laughs> we're like whoa that's random and uh it was awesome yeah it was a, it was a very brief catch-up we enjoyed the music there it was it was pretty funny of yeah. all the places of all yeah of all the places what a wild like set of circumstances i remember i had just started what ended up, it was supposed to be just a three month around the world trip. Um, but it ended up turning into like a nine month trip, mm-hmm. which was awesome. But, um, I had like, you know, I, at that point, I think it was like three weeks into being on the road. And at that point you don't like, I hadn't seen anyone I had, had known, you know, for three or four weeks at that point. Right. You know what I mean? Like I obviously, you know, you make friends in the hostels and stuff, but like, you don't see familiar faces when you're trying. Like, yeah, that's traveling. really random. So, I remember I was just I was hanging out with um, another American dude I met in this hostel um, who's ironically from California so shout out to the lagoons um, and then another guy who was I think he was a Kiwi he was from New Zealand and we were just like hanging out like two like nice enough guys just hanging out um, and they, they were the ones who brought me to Distortion Fest because I just it was completely coincidental I was just going to Copenhagen because I had a, like a cheap flight out of there right. to I was heading to Asia yeah. um, the day after I met you actually okay um I had a flight that Thursday or something. And so I was just going to go to Copenhagen for a couple of days. I heard it was cool. Check it out. And, you know, lo and behold, there's this massive street festival that's all free. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And so the, we just, we the just, street days are free, by the way. So you should it's free. definitely go. It was it was incredible. I, I've never seen anything quite like that before. But, yeah, we just, you know, we're walking around having a good time, dancing, drinking, and mosey our way into this, you know, techno mosh pit. It was like, you know, some upbeat techno music. And. I look over and I see like some dude and I'm like, that oddly looks like the back of my friend Matt's head. That's so, <laughs> that's so strange. What a weird world. That guy's the same face. And then the dude turned, he was wearing a leather jacket. And I'm like, ah, that looks like something Matt would wear. And then he turned around and I was like, there's no way. There is absolutely no way. Because, you, you know, your mind tricks you, especially like I said, like when you haven't seen someone you've like, right. you've known for a while, you're just like, oh, that guy just, he looks, wow, he looks a lot like Matt McClone. Now, lo and behold, it was him. And so, I think we screamed like little girls for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. It was awesome. Just was so great. excited to, to see each other halfway around the world. Um, yeah, and I do remember. You said you were you left the next day, right? Yeah, I went. Yeah, that's right. I, I do remember that because we were like. You're like, no, stay. This is, I think, don't yeah, understand. I remember we were talking. I was like, yeah, what are you doing the rest of the time you're here or whatever? And you're like, yeah, no, I'm leaving tomorrow. It's like, oh, no, you just yeah. live, live here. It was, yeah, I should have just stayed, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah, unfortunately, the flight to, I think I went to Malaysia or something after that. So. Yeah, that's right. That's also a good um, thing. Yeah, it was good times, but that's wild. Good times. And now here we are. And now here we are. Back in, in your new house, because you didn't, I don't think you were living there at that time. No, maybe we, you were. No, we were definitely not living here at the time. So, here we are. It comes full circle. Yes. We're closing the loop. 
And with that, we're going to close the loop on this podcast because we have one what? song left. What a segue. I know. I'm just killing these close segues the today. Loop. I'm killing these segues. Q101, hit me up if you want me to you know, want me to get on the air. I'll do it. It's a business opportunity, you know, there, DJ. I've got an agent. Um, I don't have an agent. But you can imagine if I did. I'll be your agent. I, I have an agent now. Carson Masterson. Get at him. <laughs> at Carson Masterson. Son, son. I got just the guy for you guys. Perfect. I love it. Yeah, please shop me around. I to, will. To your friends and family. I will. Um, we'll get headshots after this. Yeah, 100%. We got the new camera. Got the new camera. Hey, let's do it. That could be a little I side actually muscle. took I took Braham's headshot yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a new LinkedIn photo, which is hilarious. Okay, well, hey. I mean, it's a good one. It's a good photo, but we have some hilarious outtakes. So we'll... We we have a headshot... A headshot shop here at house. So we'll definitely get you something. Ooh, that could be your in. That's how you get people in the door. That's a tongue twister. That's hard to say. Headshot shop. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's maybe revamp. Yeah, we'll we'll rename it. We'll rebrand. But I do like the tongue twister. Yeah, 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 you gotta great. make it you gotta make them earn it. All right, so let's talk about it. So this is this is also a great song. This yeah. last one. Um you brought some really good tracks to the table here. I am I'm happy you did. I'm a big fan of this one. It's a very jazzy type of track. Very jazzy. More sax. Yeah. I love More, the, yeah, you love the saxophone. You do you do played sax. I don't think we talked about that yet. Yeah, yeah. I would, so I don't actually know. I know there's like two types. Are you alto or the other one? So well, there's four types of. Well, well. no, there's more. <laughs> than, there are more than four types of saxophones. So I've played Barry, um, and I I own a tenor. I, I was trained on tenor. Okay. I like the tenor the most. Barry's also really just fun to play. I never played alto or soprano. Um, I kind of like the beat more. And kind of like when I play the Barry, that's that's like the the timekeeper, the one that sets the tone for everything and everyone to play off of, which is great. Um, but yeah, so I went to shout out to Merritt School of Music. What's up in the West Loop? It's a fantastic oh, wow. organization, uh, fantastic school, really talented kids. Um, went there for five years. Um, it's pretty much, I'm I'm pretty sure it's entirely donation based. Um, so it's it's awesome it's not like a it's not like a preppy conservatory it's a it's a conservatory where all the funds are donated there's it's for a great cause so if you're looking for a charitable thing to do and you like music merit school music in the west loop is a fantastic organization to donate to okay just saying very cool okay so that's where you honed this that's where i yeah i was classically trained there very cool. Do you play like any and for fun anywhere? Anything? Uh, occasionally here, but no. Are you interested in joining a ska band? Ooh, what is? I don't. First off, I don't know what a ska band oh. is. Can you educate me? Oh, you know, like um, like have you heard of band like Real Big Fish? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that type of music. Oh, like, okay. Goldfinger. Yeah, like you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater music. Okay, it's like kind of like punky. I mean, I'll give it a try. Yeah, because it's it, a sax sounds really good in that type of music. Let's do that. Yeah, we'll let's, jam. We'll let's jam. talk. We'll, let's talk offline about that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we That's won't bore my business you guys. Talk for yeah, you. exactly. We'll, we'll talk, talk offline. We'll take that offline. There we go. We'll circle back as they we'll say. Circle back. Yeah. I think there's some good synergy going on. Yeah. Here. No, I love it. All right. So this song is called Spanish Joint. Spanish Joint. It's by D'Angelo. Yeah. So D'Angelo is fairly well known. Uh, this song, I don't think is. Okay. Um, actually, I don't know anything about D'Angelo. I don't know much about him or his career, but. Carl Craig is like one of my favorite DJs. And this was, I found this song on one of the sets he was playing. So he's a techno DJ, um, but this is not a techno song. And um, I love one of the quotes that 
Carl says is um, in that set because he plays other songs too, and then he works into his his more like genre of music. But like in the middle or at the end, I think it's at the end of the set. He's like, I don't I don't play techno music. I play good music. Ooh, which I love because he he starts to set off with songs like this and and then he works into his 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 kind of more genre base and so that's how i found this track and i love it so awesome so i like this for multiple reasons very cool all right let's jump into it because this is an awesome tune it is called spanish joint by d'angelo Oh, 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 oh,
So that was D'Angelo, song called Spanish Joint. Had a bunch of trumpets, not not saxophones. Oh, I thought you weren't gonna bring it up. No, I was gonna bring it up because I was gonna roll into the the shout out for Julian. Oh, the, the musical expert who was in uh, featured in episode one. Yeah, and, that's right. And uh, it would be good to have some sort of fact checking capabilities on the show on a semi regular basis. But in order to do that, said person might need to live in the city of Chicago. That's it. Hey, and, and not San Francisco. I, you know what? As soon as he rolled up to my apartment, virtually the first thing I said to him was, I'm like, Julian, when are you moving back to Chicago? He said within five years. That was his commitment verbally. Uh, I don't know if that was supposed to be released out into the airwaves, but... Too late. It's out there. So let's let's just accelerate that timeline yeah. to, you know, next five time, weeks. Next time I see Julian, too, I'll, I'll peer pressure him, too. That's right. You, hey. got, you, got, you got an army behind you now. That's okay. it. Hey, you know what? It, brick by brick. Brick by brick. Brick by brick. We're going to get Julian back here. We're going to start the super band, the super ska band. We're going to tour the world. We're going to have the first billion dollar podcast. It's going to be great. It's, I, I, I see nothing but great things the in our The world's future. greatest music library. Formed by DJ's friends. Yep. 100%. 1,000%. So let's talk about this, dude. So how did you said you found this through one of your favorite DJs? Yeah. It's just, I, it's a super... Um, Super jazzy track, super hip, cool. I feel cool when I'm listening to it. Oh, undoubtedly. Like, my cool level is typically not that high, but when I listen to this song, it's very high. Yeah, I feel like I know something that someone else doesn't know when I'm listening to this. Yeah. I'm like, you're part of like a like a discreet group. You're a member of some exclusive club. You know things others don't. Right. When did this come? Because like looking at the album artwork of it, it's like it's it looks so, so 90s. It's so 90s. It's such a 90s uh, like album cover. Um, I wish I did know when it came out. I, I don't. I could pull it up. But yeah, it's a very 90s. D'Angelo, I feel like. Off the album Voodoo, by the way. I feel like it, it must have. If I were to bet, I'd guess maybe maybe like 98. But I could also see it rolling into like the early two thousands, right? Yeah, I would say ninety. If I had to guess, ninety five would be my guess. Okay. We, I mean, we, eat, we. I'm sitting in front of a laptop. We could easily look this up. No, but let, we were no, no, no. Let, we were. This is our reality. Remember, hundred percent. We interpret the songs how we like. Exactly. There we go. So, for the sake of this podcast, the song came out. We'll split the difference. Nineteen ninety seven and yeah. a half. Ninety seven and a half. Ninety seven and a half. Great year. It was a good June. It was a great year for D'Angelo. He's looking pretty ripped, you know, in this picture. In the, in he knows something we don't. That's why he wrote the song. Right. There's layers to this. There, like, yeah. we're, you know, we're like, ha- like if this is the Matrix, once again, we're going to keep the Matrix reference going. We're unplugged. He's been unplugged for like. Yeah. He's years. the one that's unplugging people. Right. Yeah. He's basically Morpheus. Oh, my God. <laughs> is D'Angelo Morpheus? I think D'Angelo's, I think he is. I think D'Angelo is Morpheus. What a song, though, man. <laughs> I, I, to reel it back in here. I'm a huge fan of this one. This one's like definitely a song that I'm going to be like coming back to. I might even put it on like the extracurricular playlist because yeah. it's like got that vibe to it, you know? Yeah, it's great. That it's upbeat, great. but it's also like a little kind of sexy, you know, with the jazziness to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, once again, simple bass line, but drives, brings the whole thing home. I was, I was I was thinking about it because uh, I, I listened to the play, this playlist, the five songs before we, we did this, and I was like, I think that's kind of my 
they're, they're all very they're similar but very different but they all have the I, they're all very simple but complex they're they're more chill uh all the five songs that's that's kind of what i how i kind of read the five songs i selected yeah so what did and you, it was not intentional interesting yeah so what did you learn about yourself as you went through this process um i guess i guess it's not being able to uh, not being able to articulate it completely right now but i would say it's an interesting activity to do to go through your entire library and when someone poses you the question what five songs would you share with everyone you know but they have to be cool and unique they they can't they can't be like mainstream things yeah it can't be like pitbull but hey no hate on pitbull dale have you ever shoot actually i i listened to a podcast where I think it was Lewis Howes interviewed Pitbull. What? And it was amazing. <laughs> I, I bet Pip, dude, Pitbull would is, recommend is, listening to interviews of Pitbull. It's Pitbull, fantastic. I guarantee you, Pitbull's a genius. He he, he has to be. Right. Come, Guys come running on. around saying Dale and has created like this fanfare and brand that is amazing and super complex. I mean, dude, people are monosyllabic. You know, people want the. You know, they, they, they don't want complexity. No. They just want one thing that they can shout at the club. And Pitbull delivered that. And that's Hook, like, line, and that, there's a genius behind that. There there's is. genius and simplicity. That's the theme. There you go. That's the theme of my five songs. Wow. I think it, there's definitely some merit to that. And I think you brought some of those, like, some of those tracks. <clears throat> All of your tracks, I think, definitely bring that to the table. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of them, dude. I liked it. I mean, you know, from the, jo- like, from the you know, like, the sad nature of this of the Joni song um you know to like the building up and breaking down of the uh um of the first song indefinite nothing um indefinable nothing sorry uh you know to this like jazzy upbeat nature of D'Angelo like there's like there's all these different layers to it um but it is I mean at the end of the day it's all like this like simple digestible fun music that's easy listening and puts a smile on your face yep Love it. I'm a fan, man. Well, thank you very much for, for coming on the show, Carson Masterson. Son, thank you, son. DJ. I'll give you the floor, man. What are your famous last words, as Dave Grohl would say? Hmm. So I'm big on uh, I'm big on themes. I like themes. I like theme parties. I like I like uh, themes for like a year. I like themes for your for your Instagram, social media. And the the theme that I've kind of been thinking about more and more this year or for 2019 is actually send it. Mm. Just because I've put on a lot of work of building certain things up, certain aspects of my life up, and I just want to like, now it's time to send it. Now it's time to just do stuff in those areas. Mm. So that's, I can't remember the name of the, the YouTube video of the Canadian guy that's sending it. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this briefly, but it's like, yeah, more or less he's kind of, being an idiot with it but he's there's a lot of beautiful lessons to be had in that send it video yeah just put yourself out there just put yourself out there and do those things that you you want to do so that's that's the theme of this year there you have it go out there people make art make good art make bad art doesn't matter send it just put it out there send it let people consume it like this podcast is it good or is it bad well we may never know but but it's it is. sent it's sent as of right now 
That's all we got. Carson Masterson, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks Five for songs me. with friends. That's all we got. We're out. Good night.